celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Already in the middle of the month. Man. Well, it is. Here's your date, 915-2022. That's it here. And, uh, of course, uh, we begin in earnest another week of racing coming up. Now, you know, we have transitions going on. By the way, we want to welcome welcome everybody here who listens at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff from the studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Weather here right now at 73 degrees, 11 minutes after 7 in the morning Pacific time, 73 degrees. We're going to get up to 93, a 20-degree difference from now until the top off of 93. And no more of the threatening type of uh, monsoon stuff out there. It's all gone, so it's going to be sunny. It's going to be sunny out throughout the weekend. We will not hit 100 anymore. We're going to be in the low 90s throughout the weekend in case you want to just join us here in Las Vegas for a little horse racing and etc. So we welcome you to the show if you're here. And, of course, if you're listening through the many different platforms we have digitally that take us worldwide, you can get us anywhere you want worldwide on these platforms. Our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your apps for your devices on your iPhones and Androids. Just go to your app store and get your KSHP app. Put it on your device and you'll hear us now, 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 now. And of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the show. Looking across the country, pretty darn good across the entire contiguous 48 up and down Pacific Coast clear, up and down Atlantic Coast clear now. Some uh, some clouds and rain are moving east off of the Atlantic Coast. And the only really uh, weather to even contemplate would be north of the border in Canada, right north of Minnesota. So, there you have it. All righty. That's your weather. Now on to uh, what's happening today. Today, uh, Belmont at Aqueduct starts. Belmont at Aqueduct. And something unique is going to happen today at, at uh, the Big A on opening day. 
They have ten races, eight of which are the flats, they call them, the thoroughbred uh, flats. Two are going to be steeplechase races. The last time they had a steeplechase race at Aqueduct Racetrack proper was 48 years ago. 48 years since uh, the last jumpers at Aqueduct. They have two steeplechase stakes races on this opening day of Belmont at Aqueduct. The William Enneman and the Grade 1 Lonesome Glory. And they will be the first two races today at Aqueduct. And then they'll kick in with the regular flats from the 3rd through 10th uh, race. Ten races today at Aqueduct. Belmont at Aqueduct. And the first time they've had jumpers there in 48 years. Wow. Uh, Churchill Downs also starts today. they got a big weekend coming up at Churchill Downs as well. As you know, we told you yesterday. There will be no turf racing at the fall meet at uh, Churchill Downs. They're trying to get that turf course to root solidly so they can run turf races on there. Kentucky Downs closed yesterday. Get you the uh, recap of that. And uh, coming up tomorrow, Friday, Los Alamitos opens, Southern California. Saturday, Woodbine has a huge racing day that's highlighted by, of course, the uh, mile. The Woodbine Mile for a million bucks. Um, and, of course, Sunday, Canterbury Park closes. We have uh, Dave Valento's Canterbury Park picks for today as our final coverage of Canterbury. As you know, we've been highlighting them on uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, but they're, they're wrapping it up on Sunday. Yesterday, Dave's picks uh, two ran second and one ran third, so we'll try to improve on that today. And so with um, <coughs> Belmont at Aqueduct running, that means we'll have Jonathan Hardoon and Jerry Jackowitz with us. But Rich Ang and John Linda, we gave the day off. They can do a honeydew list now. But we are going to have, in addition to Tommy Masses uh, at Woodbine, we're going to have Doug McPherson coming to us uh, on behalf of Woodbine to talk about the Woodbine mile and the big racing coming up on uh, Saturday. He works for the uh, Horse Player Journal. Also, uh, he's track announcer at uh, Fort Erie. He just got the job as track announcer at Fort Erie. And uh, Bob Mazursky is going to be with us to preview uh, Los Al. So we have some different guests today and, of course, our handicappers for the races today. we got all that good stuff going on, that's for sure. And as I say, the weather looks pretty darn good across the country. Not a problem anywhere across the country. Now, <coughs> looking at uh, Kentucky Downs. Wrapped it up yesterday. What a meet they had. They had a banner meet at Kentucky Downs yesterday, although the weather played a big part in their small seven-day meet that canceled, a, I believe, a day and a half of racing and another half a day. But they got it all in. Yesterday, they ran their final uh, 12 races, and, of course, they had uh, big stakes races. The Kentucky Juvenile Mile at a mile, of course, this is all turf racing, was won by Reckoning Force, Yoel Rosario, $10.58 for the victory. Again, i got to get used to these uh, one-cent payoffs right down to the penny. Deer District was second, and Really Good was third in the Juvenile Mile. In the Gunrunner Stakes at a mile, play action pass the winner there for Jose Lascano, $9.94 the win there. 
Futura, Ventura, Futura Ventura was second, and uh, American Mayhem was third in that stakes race. And the One Dreamer stakes, the final stakes race on Kentucky Downs for this meet. Alms beats out Burning Ambition under Jose Ortiz, his second win of the day, $7.44 there. Tightly Twisted was third in that race. But I'm telling you, <clears throat> just look at they got a middle pick five. Okay, that thing paid fourteen thousand four hundred seventy dollars and eighty-six cents for fifty cents. The early pick five paid eleven thousand three sixty-one forty-one, and the late pick five, because they had three yesterday, paid twelve thousand twenty-seven dollars and twenty-six cents. I mean, I got to tell you, yeah, it's more difficult, no doubt about it. But man, you connect those dots and bada bing, bada bing, bada bong. And by the way, we had two. Handicappers yesterday on the show that did connect the dots for us. In the second race, John Lindo's selection, Oscar Award, got a great trip from Ray Lou Gutierrez and won Oscar Award, paid $10.10 for the victory. And Rich Ang's selection in the sixth race, Too Many Twizzlers, got a great ride by Irad Ortiz Jr. and paid $7.32 for the win there. Irad uh, getting a couple of wins on the day as well. But the uh, Rosario... Jose and Irad all had uh, a pair of winners on the closing day card in uh, in Kentucky at Kentucky Downs. Now, ironically, the guy who wound up being the leading jockey, Tyler Gaffleone, blanked out of the 12 races in, in Kentucky Downs yesterday, but he had enough victories to win. Gaffleone in the seven days of the Kentucky Downs meet had nine wins over the seven days. And trainer Mike Maker, oh, my goodness. He set a new track record in the first race when Intrigue won for his 12th win of the meet. But he broke his own record, which was 10 wins for the meet. So Maker definitely points for the Kentucky Downs meet, but what a meeting it was. Great stuff there at Kentucky Downs. And so we move on. we got a lot to cover, so we're going to go right to our first break. Again, Tommy Mass is standing by for Woodbine. We'll have a special guest, Doug McPherson, as well for Woodbine. Bob Mazursky is going to be with us, Jonathan Hardoon, and Jerry J with their picks, and of course, Track Phantom's picks at Canterbury Park. So we got a lot to do, and if we do, we got to go. So here's our first break. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit returns to Los Alamitos with opening day set for Friday, September 16th. 
Four stakes races highlight the meet led by the Los Alamitos Special on Saturday, September 24th. The meet will feature a stakes every Saturday and Sunday afternoon. And racing fans, the meet will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, September 24th. You could win a berth to the 2022 NHC. And racing fans, the best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend with stakes trials highlighting the racing car. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. If there's not a carryover going into our Sunday night program, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool. That's more money for the horse players to win. The best of racing, the best of nighttime quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, daytime thoroughbred racing returns on Friday, September 16th. Horse players, it's Paul Allen, track announcer at Canterbury Park. You've heard about our 10% takeout pick five and early pick four, the best value in racing, but Canterbury also hosts the largest Breeders' Cup betting challenge qualifier of the year. It's the Big Ten BCBC tournament, September 15th. Qualify now through weekly contests at expressbet.com and get ready to win one of 11 BCBC entries valued at $10,000. Canterburypark.com, come play. It's Super Saturday on September 17th as Woodbine Turf Racing takes center stage with three Breeders' Cup Challenge Series events featuring the $1 million Grade 1 Rico Woodbine Mile, the $500,000 Grade 1 Natal Mistakes presented by Johnny Walker and the Patterson Summer Stakes, all on the famed E.P. Taylor Turf Course. Woodbine Racetrack, where the best of the best compete for the ultimate challenge. Win and you're in. Wager Woodbine today. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. Alrighty. As we say, a big weekend coming up this weekend as far as stakes races and all that. Most of them will be right there at Woodbine, so we'll have a special coverage of that. And of course, uh, Los Alamitos is going to have the E.B. Johnson stakes also on uh, Saturday. So we got uh, the changeover coming. Summer racing's over. Labor Day's over. Days are getting shorter, temperatures are lowering, and uh, we're going into the run to the Breeders' Cup, aren't we? Okay, here we go. Here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. First post times are that of the Pacific Time Zone. Why? Because we're here in Las Vegas. We emanate and originate at Sports Talk 1400 AM in the Pacific Time Zone. So these will be the first post times to roll out in our racebooks today. However, if you're listening on many of those different platforms that we have, the the, the, the streaming at our websites, the, the phone apps on your devices and, and podcasting. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. These first post times are Pacific. And so, without any further ado, we'll start with the menu for today. We begin with Delaware Park. First post time, eight races. Delaware Park is 9.30, 9.30. First post at Delaware Park today. Then next comes uh, Aqueduct, or I should say Belm. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you ready? Huh? Huh? Boom. All right, thank you. I just wanted to make sure you were ready. Belmont at Aqueduct, opening day today at the Big A under the Belmont banner. 10 races, eight of the flats, as they call them, thoroughbreds. 
two will be steeplechase stakes races. First time they've had horses over the jumps in 48 years at Aqueduct. First two races are stakes races. Ten races overall at the Big A. First post time is at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. at Aqueduct. And uh, let's see what they got up there. Mostly sunny, 66 degrees right now. Turf courses are firm. Track is fast. The outer turf course today will feature races four, seven, and 10. The inner turf course will feature race six. And of course, the two steeplechase races will be on the turf as well. All right, we continue with Presque Isle Downs. Presque Isle Downs has eight races. And their first post time at Presque Isle today is at uh, 10.30. 10.30, first post at Presque Isle. Then we have Horseshoe Indianapolis. Nine races at Horseshoe Indianapolis. Eight thoroughbreds. Final race will be a quarter horse maiden race. And first post time at Horseshoe Indianapolis is set at 11.10. 11.10, first post time there. Horseshoe Indianapolis, by the way, has a pick six jackpot carryover of $84,754. All right, Woodbine is next. Boy, they're getting ready at Woodbine up there. I think Mother Nature is going to be kind to them all weekend. I think Mother Nature is a racing fan in Canada. They'll kick off the Woodbine Mile Week with today's card. Eight races, first post time, 150. Super high five jackpot carryover at Woodbine, $44,191. I'm sorry, $44,569. Get that correct, Ralph. All right. That is their carryover at Woodbine in their super high five jackpot. Eight races, first post time, 150. Are they? Then we get to Churchill Downs. Opening their fall meeting at Churchill Downs. Eight races today. It's opening day at Churchill. No turf racing. All on the main. First post time, 2 o'clock at Churchill Downs today. Penn National. Penn Nat. Eight races. First post time at Penn National today is 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at Penn National. Super high five jackpot carryover. $8,041. 3 p.m. first post at Penn National. Canterbury Park. We feature them on Wednesdays and Thursdays. This is the final Thursday of the meet. They'll wrap it up on Sunday. 12 races today at Canterbury Park in a first post time at 310. We have three selections from Dave Valento coming at you for Canterbury Park today. Charlestown is next. Charlestown races has eight races today. They have a pick six jackpot carryover of $24,153. And their first post time is 4 p.m. And then we go to Remington Park. Nine races at Remington. First post time is 5.05. Again, all these first post times are Pacific. Remember that. Okay. And that is your Thursday racing menu. And now we're going to go right to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Tommy Masses and Doug McPherson are standing by as well. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine. How's the weather there in New York? It's actually uh, cool. It's in the 60s, and uh, it's a beautiful day, so that's good. Opening day of uh, Belmont at the Big A. It'll be interesting to see uh, steeplechase racing at Aqueduct. Now, are they uh, – I don't have the designation here. The first stakes race is two and three-eighths mile. The second is two and a half mile. Will they be using the inner or the outer turf course for this uh, this uh, first? They're using the inner for both jumps. Okay, forty-eight year uh, forty-eight year span between the last one and today. 
Well, you know why that is, because they've never run at Aqueduct at this time of the yeah. year. Maybe it was 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. They usually go right back to Belmont after Saratoga. But again, with the construction going on at Belmont, they're building a tunnel under the track. So therefore, we are now at uh, Aqueduct for a long haul. Any different uh, way you handicap races and make selections for Aqueduct versus Belmont? No, just the usual way. Well, there are horses for courses like every track, you know, and uh, you got to get a feel for it the first uh, couple of days and see how it's going, see how speed's playing, see how everything, uh, you know, how the track is playing, and you'd make your decisions there. Well, I remember in the old days, the inner dirt track, which was the winter track, when they got to that, uh, speed was pretty much predominant, but they don't have that anymore, right? No, they have a full-time uh, winterized track. I guess they kind of made it like Hollywood Park when they went synthetic and it turned out to be dirt and synthetic. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing at Aqueduct. They winterized. They, there's no more in a track. They, they use the same chemicals on the main track that mm -hmm. they use on the inner track, but they mix in some dirt. So it doesn't freeze, but it's a different kind of surface, that's for sure. But it, it's not the old inner track. And, you know, that would start in December, and the speed was king. You made the lead, and school was out for the most part. And not only that, but they were limited to just running six furlongs or a mile and a 16th or a mile and 70 yards, where yeah. now they have, you know, the mile sheet, seven furlongs, yeah. six furlongs, a mile and an eighth. So a lot more uh, variety, and people certainly like that a lot better. All right, so we got opening day, Belmont at Aqueduct. I will assume you will bypass the jumpers. <laughs> you assume correctly, sir. <laughs> okay. Got a pick for me? Yeah, we're going to look at the fourth race today, a mile and a 16th on the outer turf course, and I love the number three horse in here, Ruse. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding from the Timmy Hills Barn, Dylan Davis, aboard to ride. He's listed four to one on the morning line. He's an improving horse, getting better with each start. Has a big pace advantage here. He should be loose on the lead. Number three, Ruse, four to one on the morning line, wins today's fourth race. Out at uh, Aqueduct, Belmont, Belmont, Aqueduct, whatever you want to call it. The fourth race in uh, Queens, right? In Ozone Park. Ozone Park, okay. <laughs> Close enough. The, the fourth race at Ozone Park. Whatever track's at Ozone Park, this is the pick. Fourth race, the three-horse ruse, number three, and the fourth race, Belmont at Aqueduct. Now, uh, my dear man, it is opening day at Churchill Downs, and like uh, Aqueduct, uh, there's a little bit of a change. Uh, it, there will be no turf racing this uh, meet at, at, at Churchill Downs, but it is opening day. There is eight races, and you got a sheet there, so I want to pick. Let's look at the opener. By the way, late post today. I think uh, I guess it's two o'clock uh, your time. Yeah, it's two o'clock. Yeah, it's a it's, five it, right. it's a yeah. It's an evening uh, start there. Five o'clock uh, in the east at Churchill, but it'll be two o'clock here. Right. So let's look at the opener. Mile and the sixteenth. It's a maiden claiming event, and the number three horse in here, Blunder, three-year-old culture, the Tom Amos barn, four to one on the morning line. This horse has run well at Churchill in the past. Really lays over the field on the figures. Full field of 12. Number three, blunder, Edgar Morales for Tom Amos. Four to one on the morning line. Wins today's opener out of Churchill Downs. And plenty of time to make the bet. Two o'clock post time here in Las Vegas in the first race. Number three, blunder, the three in the first. We hope he doesn't blunder, but win. That's for sure. Now, you got a full sheet at Churchill Downs and Belmont at Aqueduct today at your website. Let me ask you, uh, you're going to take a notion to take a look at uh, those stakes races uh, uh, this weekend at Woodbine? 
I do. I'm usually, to be honest with you, not a fan of Woodbine because it's, for the most part, synthetic. But the turf races are certainly uh, playable. But I will look at it because of the quality of racing. Why not give it a look? All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, uh, Jonathan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All righty, my man. And now we're going to go to Tommy Massa standing by. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. How you doing, man? It's a big week uh, this week at Woodbine, huh? Yeah, big week, but winter has arrived. I'm oh. already cold. I got the heat on. <laughs> First time you had turned on the heater? I, I put on the heat every morning. I'm oh. like a 90-year-old. Oh, okay. All right. So we're uh, getting into the uh, big weekend at Woodbine with an eight race card today. You have a late post time as well. Your post time is one fifty Pacific time, which would uh, translate to uh, 4.50 your time, right? Yes, I'll, I'll be there tonight. It's going to be a nice, cool night, if you like that. Uh, it, it's going to warm up. It's going to be like in the mid-60s, and it'll be warm on Saturday. looks like it's going to warm up nice for the for the big card on Saturday. Oh, that's great. And, of course, the big card on Saturday features four stakes races, three of which are Breeders' Cup winning your ends, the Natalma, a grade one on the turf for two-year-old fillies. You've got the uh, Patterson Summers stakes, a grade one on the turf for the two-year-olds uh, proper. And you've got, uh, of course, the Rico Woodbine Mile, a grade one on the turf for a million bucks, and that is a Breeders' Cup winning you're in as well. And, of course, they threw in the Seaway Stakes as well, a grade three on the same card. And uh, the Woodbine Mile, uh, Tommy, uh, for the most part, at least certainly in the past, uh, the recent past, was really a pivotal race that horsemen used to set up for the Breeders' Cup Mile, right? Yeah, the last couple uh, were uh, covid you know, COVID, uh, yeah, yeah, and keep some of the big horses. You know, we get now we got a you know an absolute class horse like Modern Games here, and it's definitely a stepping stone. I can remember going back in time where, you know, you said I think it was like the Arlington, the right. Wood by Mile, and then you know, all the nice horses from the world would come over and and take those stepping stones. Yes, they certainly will. We have uh, a friend of yours, Doug McPherson. Hopefully, standing by, uh, does work for the Horse Player uh, Horse Player Journal, and uh, is uh, just was uh, uh, promoted to, to the uh, race caller at Fort Erie. So I guess he called the middle jewel of uh, your Canadian Triple Crown already. We're going to bring him in in just a moment, so you guys can chat about the big race. But uh, let me get your picks, and if you if Ernie has posted his picks yet. Uh, we would be remiss not to mention the, the Natalma is the Johnny Walker Natalma. Johnny Walker is a new sponsor this year. Let's oh. not leave them out. And well, no. you know, without these without these sponsors, these races, you know, the purse money wouldn't even be close, and it would come out of probably the purse money of the the cheaper races, which I don't want. Not to mention, Johnny Walker is a, a product that uh, many people abide uh, abide in. That's for sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the winners get a few bottles. Oh, uh, okay. I've seen where the, the races are sponsored by champagne companies, and after the race, everybody up in the Woodbine Club is drinking on the house. All right, well, we have to drink on winners that you give us, so give us. Okay, uh, race one. Uh, this is Ernie Ernie Perry's Clocker Report. Race one, number one, Amy's Link mm-hmm. uh, for Stephen Chirkoff. Uh Dropping in class, been working good, so that's Ernie's first pick. Okay. Ernie's second pick, which I don't like, is in race six, number two, Touch of Rouge. I hope Touch of Rouge gets left in the gate. 
amongst with about another five horses in that race. So he likes number but, two, Touch of Rouge. You don't like the horse, but at 12 to 1, we'll take a shot with him. Uh, no, we won't. We're going to bet on the one horse. Well, That's you are. Horse. You are. You're going to bet the one, but Ernie picks the two. And Yeah, and... no, it's my horse, the horse I own. Oh. So. <laughs> well, you're making the ultimate bet then, paying the feed bill. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, all right. Uh, so Ernie likes the two horse, but you're hoping to be in the winner's circle with the one. We understand that. Your picks? Okay, race two. Uh going to beat up uh i hope we get it somewhere close to this morning line but number three meeting at martha's ran real good first time all got a, a real big wallop out of the gate made a nice run through the stretch and uh should get a nice setup in here and who knows you know if he breaks good this jockey likes going to the front anyway but my my preferred play of the day for sure race two number three meeting at martha's all right uh, second race the three and Race number five, the six horse, uh, five days in May. Uh, Bob Tiller is one of my favorite trainers. They seem to just go boom, 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 get a bit better, bit better, and it looks like today's the day that five days in May is going to pop. All right, again, and the race again? Race five, number six. All right, fifth race, number six, five days in May. The six, five days in May. Nice eight to one on the morning. Dice Fukumoto is having a good meet, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, he, you know, he came back from an injury last year, early this year, and was, you know, slow to get going again, but he's he's got that momentum he had when he first started clicking. All right, Tommy, uh, again, uh, first race, Ernie's pick is the one. Second race, your pick is the three. Fifth race, your pick is the six. And in the sixth race, Ernie's pick is the two. Of course, you own the one. So maybe you guys can wind up in a dead heat and we'll cash all the way around. Now, uh, Doug McPherson was supposed to be with us. You're supposed to give us a call about uh, uh, 32. So it's about five minutes, six minutes ago. We have not uh, gotten a call from him yet. You might want to call him and tell him that uh, uh, we were waiting for him on the show as well. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'll let you go. And if you can contact Doug, we'll try to get him on at the end of the show, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Tommy. All right. Good luck, everyone. All right. You got it, my man. Now I want to go to... uh, Mr. Bob Mazursky standing by for Los Alamitos. Bob, we're going to raise the flag and do it again tomorrow. Yeah, hi, Ralph. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, we start tomorrow, uh, 1 o'clock posts, and we'll run for the next, uh, well, we'll run for seven days, Friday through Sunday this week, and then Thursday through Sunday the following week before uh, things wrap up and they move back to Santa Anita on September 30th. Yeah, and I got to tell you, uh, your your meat is always a nice little neat meat for people, and, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, when you get to the Los Alamitos Futurity, you just sign the check for Bob Baffert, right? That's right. Yeah, we'll have that race coming up during our winter meet later this year. They're, during this meet, these are basically the old stakes that used to be run at the old uh, L.A. County Fair in Pomona. Uh-huh. We have the Johnston. We have well, the race that we created, the Los Alamitos Special, the Capote Stakes for two-year-olds. And then on Sunday, we're running the Dark Mirage. That's for Phillies and Mares uh, going a mile on uh, dirt. So those are the four stakes we have over the seven days we were, we're running. Now, of course, you know, Kentucky Downs just held a nice little seven-day meet there. But the, the weather got in the way on uh, several of those uh, those uh, big racing days there. So they had to keep uh, moving cards from one way to the other. But being in Southern California at this time of the year, I don't think you're going to have that problem. No, I think we'll be okay. It, you know, it did rain, of course, last week uh, somewhat in Southern California, and then Del Mar had some rains, had to take races off the grass, but everything is uh, looking good for the long-range forecast for years. So I think we should be fine, and the weather is 
getting cooler, so it's not as the blistering hot that we had there a few weeks back, uh, where it was over 100 almost every day. Yeah, it'll be a really nice, uh, comfortable weather, that's for sure. Now, you talk about the first of the stakes races will be on Saturday. That'll be the E.B. Johnston Stakes, of course, named after a, a prominent Southern California breeding and ownership um, outfit that's been there for decades. That's right. You know, Mr. Johnson, uh, you know, he had the old English Rancho, which bred a lot of horses. They yep. won a lot of races. Uh, and then his son continued it, and uh, now the, the farm is still in existence. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how the things go. It turned out to be a pretty good race for 75000 We got Big City Lights in there, yeah. who's three for three. He's won his three races by a combined 21 length. Came off a long layoff to win the real good deal at Del Mar. And then the chosen Braun. <clears throat> excuse me, who was a grade three winner as a three-year-old. He's back. And then Desmond Doss is a two-time stakes winner over this track. So it's only six in there, but uh, I think it's pretty quality for the, the amount of money they're running for. Uh, I got to tell you that uh, the Big City Lights uh, will be ridden by uh, Juan Hernandez for Richard Mandela. I'm assuming that Hernandez, uh, if he doesn't ride every day there, will be riding the big races, right? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, he'll, he'll pick and choose his spots. You know, he's the man now in Southern California with Pratt having left. He's mm-hmm. now the uh, he was the leading rider at Del Mar. He figures to be the leading rider during the upcoming Santa Anita meet, mm-hmm. and he'll ride here sparingly. He's not going to give up that horse, of course. He won with him in the real good deal, and he's yeah. going to stick with him. But uh, I think we'll see him uh, uh, on spot, doing spot duty here. But your regular guys would be back. Ramon Vasquez had a big meet uh, last time, and Drayden Van Dyke is always, uh, you know, uh, with the leaders as well there. That's for sure. No, absolutely. Vasquez is riding quite a few horses the first two days. You know, he was the runaway leader during the summer meet in mm-hmm. July, and he probably will be leading rider here again as long as he keeps uh, keeps active. You know, Abel Cedillo's had some really real good success here. Tiago Pereira, Edward Maldonado, those are all riders you'll see quite frequently here. Now, uh, along with that, uh, you got, uh, of course, Bob Baffert always uh, selectively puts uh, horses in that race, but you got uh, a lot of the uh, trainers that uh, came up from Del Mar going to be entering horses there as well. Yeah, Peter Miller, Doug O'Neill are always very active here. You know, Phil D'Amato runs horses occasionally. So, yeah, but uh, Bob has already got a couple of well-regarded maidens. He's got them in a maiden race in the final race on uh Sunday, one's by Justify, a horse named Gandolfini. Then he has another horse named Nielsen that they paid a lot of money for, that Mike Smith's coming over to ride. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they fare in the final race on Saturday. And you talk about E.B. Johnston and the E.B. Johnston stakes and, and uh, their influence and their uh, depth in uh, California for all the years as breeders, etc. They've got one of the horses that they bred and raced, Acclamation, that has an offspring appreciated in that race, right? That's right. Appreciate it. You know, he was a stakes winner in uh, Dubai earlier this year for Doug O'Neill. He won the uh, Curlin Stakes over there, a race at a mile and a quarter. He prepped in a turf sprint last time. Now they're stretching him out. So it'll be interesting to see if he runs, if he performs well. I think he's a long shot in the race because of the three horses I mentioned earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, it'll be. And Ryan Curtola is riding him. It looks like he's going to be active at this meet as well. And I think he's a very underrated rider, especially on the grass. I do. I agree with you there. But I'm going to tell you, Jockey, keep an eye on. He may even be uh, challenging Mr. Vasquez if he gets enough mounts, and that is Hector Barrios. Yes, I was very impressed with him at uh, Del Mar, a person we used to work with at Hollywood Park. Michael Burns is his agent now, and Hector rode some nice long-shot winners down at Del Mar. He always seemed to be in the right spot on the grass, and you know, he's riding a few horses here in the first couple of days. He's on the chosen Ron and the uh, Johnston, so it'll be interesting to see how he fares here uh, in his first uh, venture over the over this track. All right. Uh, betting menu uh, a little differed uh, from Del Mar. 
Yeah, we have the, the traditional $2 pick six, you know, with the 70-30 split. Uh-huh. Uh, no rainbow provisions here. It's just the normal pick six that started all those years ago back at Hollywood Park. We have the $1 pick fours on races two through five and the last four on any card. And then the 50 cent pick five is offered on the first five races every day. All right. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun at Los Alamitos. It always is in that long, long stretch. Like the long, long stretch at Kentucky Downs really gives us uh, enough bang for our buck, that's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, Bob. We'll start uh, in earnest uh, covering the races at Los Al tomorrow on opening day. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Ralph. I look forward to it. Thanks a lot. All right. You got it, my man. Uh, I'm going to come back with Dave Valento's three picks at Canterbury Park. We'll have Jerry Jackowitz as well, and maybe we can even uh, find Doug. So don't go away. Horse players, it's Paul Allen, track announcer at Canterbury Park. You've heard about our 10% takeout pick five and early pick four, the best value in racing, but Canterbury also hosts the largest Breeders' Cup betting challenge qualifier of the year. It's the Big Ten BCBC tournament, September 15th. Qualify now through weekly contests at expressbet.com and get ready to win one of 11 BCBC entries valued at $10,000. Canterburypark.com, come play. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit returns to Los Alamitos with opening day set for Friday, September 16th. Four stakes races highlight the meet led by the Los Alamitos Special on Saturday, September 24th. The meet will feature a stakes every Saturday and Sunday afternoon. And racing fans, the meet will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, September 24th. You could win a berth to the 2022 NHC. And racing fans, the best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend with stakes trials highlighting the racing car. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. If there's not a carryover going into our Sunday night program, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the pick six pool. That's more money for the horse players to win. The best of racing, the best of nighttime quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, daytime thoroughbred racing returns on Friday, September 16th. It's Super Saturday on September 17th as Woodbine Turf Racing takes center stage with three Breeders' Cup Challenge Series events featuring the $1 million Grade 1 Rico Woodbine Mile, the $500,000 Grade 1 Natal Mistakes presented by Johnny Walker and the Patterson Summer Stakes, all on the famed E.P. Taylor Turf Course. Woodbine Racetrack, where the best of the best compete for the ultimate challenge. Win and you're in. Wager Woodbine today. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
the Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, we're back. We found uh, Doug McPherson, so we're going to chat with him for a few minutes uh, for Woodbine's coverage this uh, weekend. But before we do, let's wrap up the picks uh, from Dave Valento Track Phantom for Canterbury Park today. As you know, they close on Sunday, so today's going to be the last day that we offer the uh, picks at Canterbury Park from Dave. Track Phantom in the first race gets it off in the first race, 3.10 p.m. post-time Pacific time. In the first race, Dave likes number three, Delusional Dream. Number three, Delusional Dream in the first race at Canterbury. Then you go to the third race at Canterbury, and he likes number six, Amaretto di Amore. Number six, Amaretto di Amore, the sixth in the third race. And then you go to the tenth race on a big 12-race day at Canterbury Park. And in the tenth race, he likes number seven, Pirate Bird. 12 to 1 on the morning line. Wow. 10th race, the 7 Pirate Bird is Dave Valento's third pick at Canterbury Park. Remember, he's got selections for all the races at Canterbury Park today, right now, at his web website, trackphantom.com. And we want to thank uh, Canterbury Park for um, their, um, you know, their um, attendance uh, for uh, their, tra uh, their attention for the horse players and a 10% takeout in their pick fours and pick fives. Okay, now we go to uh, Doug McPherson standing by at Woodbine. Doug, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing fine. Listen, you got a big uh, weekend coming up. you got a big uh, Saturday coming up with three Breeders' Cup winning your in races, two for the two-year-olds, and, of course, the Rico Woodbine Mile is the uh, main event, and uh, it's looking pretty good, buddy. Yeah, I think it's a really nice group of older horses coming up from the, for the Woodbine Mile. I shouldn't just say older horses. We've got a nice three-year-old in the race, too. But, yeah, I'm very looking forward to Super Saturday up here. Now, uh, you've got uh, a previous uh, Queen's uh, Plate winner, Mighty Hart, in the race, right? Yeah, it's an interesting choice. He ran an okay race on the turf uh, going a mile and a quarter in the Niagara a couple months ago. I'm not sure how he's going to handle the turf against this caliber competition, but he's a fan favorite. And I hope he uh, has a good showing. And, of course, you get a lot of uh, some trainers that are coming in from uh, overseas, I guess, going to try out the uh, turf course before they get to the Breeders' Cup Mile at uh, Keeneland. But, of course, Mark Cassie has a horse in the race, and Norm McKnight's in there. Cassie, as a matter of fact, has a couple of horses in the race. And, of course, the uh, old uh, mainstays like Roger Atfield. But then you got Charles Appleby coming in with a horse called Modern Games, and this guy's been taken down big stakes races as he uh, moves on big days like Breeders' Cup Day, etc., all over the country for the last year, and, and he looks like he's got a runner in this one. Yeah, Appleby and Godolphin, it doesn't seem like it matters where they show up. They're always dangerous. And, uh, I mean, Modern Games just run a big race behind arguably best horse in the world, Baid. So how can you, even though he's a three-year-old, and three-year-olds traditionally don't win this race, you have to respect a horse like that. So. They're in with a big shot, I think. I would sure like to see Baid come out uh, for the Breeders' Cup, and although I doubt that they would enter in the same race as Flightline, those two monster horses uh, globally in the same place at the same time would really be a treat, that's for sure. Your Woodbine Mile has always been a good stepping stone, in fact, a fantastic stepping stone for the Breeders' Cup Mile as well. Yeah, I think the Woodbine Mile serves as a great prep race because it's a one-turn mile, so it's almost like a sprint prep mm -hmm. for a route race, but it's still a, it's still at the same distance of a mile. So I think it's a terrific prep for a two-turn mile race like the Breeders' Cup Mile, and uh, I think that's why horses do uh, very well coming out of our race. 
Well, we know that's a, you know that's a million dollar race, that's for sure. But you got a couple of really nice half million dollar races for two year olds on the turf. One for the Phillies and one for the Open two year olds, and they are Breeders' Cup winning your in races as well. Uh, you got uh, top horses in those as well, right? Yeah, there's some very nice some horses in both the Summer and the Natalma. Um, Charles Appleby and Godolphin have a shipper for the Summer Stakes, the boys' race. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't draw any European contenders for the for the uh, Natalma, the Phillies race. That's very unusual, but I guess it's just one of those things. But uh, both two-year-old races are looking very competitive as well. And, of course, uh, in addition to that, you, they have a grade three in the race, the Seaway. Yeah, and the Seaway is a very nice, very competitive. We have some very nice mare sprinters at Woodbine we have for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Cassie's well represented with a couple of his, uh, our secret agent, Beyond My Budget. We have... An undefeated uh, horse, Hazel Brook, who's three for three this year for trainer Lauren Richards. He's a terrific Canadian trainer. Uh, some other very nice mare sprinters in here. I think the Seaway might be the most underrated race of the season just because of the races that surround it. But it's a very, very good race, competitive field of mares. Well, I got to tell you, it should uh, do very well on the platform and, and the uh, on the mantle uh, with the other three Breeders' Cup winning your in races. And like you said, you're right. Your man there uh, in at Woodbine, Mark Cassie, got the race surrounded. He's got uh, three races uh, three horses in the race out of 10 in the race. So it's going to be a good competitive race, but it's going to be great racing all day long on Saturday at Woodbine. And, Doug, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us, even though it was a little bit late. Thank you so much. And uh, congra- yeah. congratulations to the caller at uh, Fort Erie. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sorry for being late. I'm in the barn, in the trenches here doing some work, and I kind of missed the time. But uh, thanks for making some time for me, even though I was late. How did it feel calling your first, uh, you know, uh, jewel in the Canadian Triple Crown the other day? Uh, it, it was very exciting, very, very overwhelming afterwards. It was a little emotional after I turned the mic off, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm glad to have been able to add that feather to my cap. All right. Well, we'll see you out there at Woodbine, that's for sure. And thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackwis to wrap up a very unique show today. And, uh, Jerry, uh, uh, what I want you to do is just make sure that you don't panic when you see horses jumping fences in the first two races today at Aqueduct. I won't panic. <laughs> I, I love watching them. I really do. I, I don't like betting them, but I do love watching them. So. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't like handicapping, so I don't bet them. For whatever reason, I never got the the urge to handicap the jumpers. But watching them, I'm okay with that. Well, it's uh, Belmont at Aqueduct. That's what they officially call it. But it's the Big A, and we know that that racetrack right. uh, circumference, etc., is a little bit different from Belmont Park. And so uh, approaching uh, handicapping there is a little bit different as well. Yeah, and it has its own surface, and it's a little it has a little more lime in it, and it behaves a little differently than Belmont does. And so we handicap it not really differently, but we like to see the horses who run, have run over it who seem to show that they, uh, they really handle it well and uh, maybe work out there. That's, that's a nice thing also. So A couple of little angles and all the things that good handicappers out there do, mm-hmm. um, in addition to hopefully using my power page numbers to help them figure out how to make the bets on the plays. And the uh, weather is just uh, very nice uh, for today in in, uh, New York. Mostly sunny, 66 degrees, fast and firm. And we're all set and ready to go for some picks at Aqueduct. And your power pages can be had at your website, jerryjspowerpage.com. Since since we only have one track and you're doing it, you know what to do. Yeah, I'll give you two. And may I just say, for all you people out there, um, we, we charge 
the same $5 we charged when we started 25 years ago. So there's no inflation here at the power page. No so, kidding. <laughs> so just come on over and give it, so a, it, give it a try. You're at $5 a sheet, been that way since when? Since 1997, when, uh, 1998, when we started publishing the power page. All right. Fantastic, Jerry. Give us okay, a sample. No. Give us a sample. Well, let's go to the third race. We've got Risk-Free. That's the five horse for Edward Luro. Mm-hmm. A horse, this, um, this filly ran very, very nicely in her first uh, try up at Saratoga. We're going to give her a shot to like Aqueduct. We're stretching out a little bit here. We'll take the five. The, the price of seven to two is rich. We'll mm-hmm. go down to two to one on this. Okay. Play the five over the one, two, three, seven. Do reverses. Press up five, one, one, five. Third race, the five's the key. Link ups one, two, three, seven, and reverse. Another five, one, one, five, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, feature. Uh, now your feature. But give me your feature play. My feature play is in the fifth. It's number four, actualized for Charlie Baker. He's terrific off the layoff. This this is an easy read. Uh, this gelding ran fantastic on a good track back in February at Aqueduct, but then caught muddy tracks afterwards and didn't run well. You know, I have the P's and the M's. This would be a negative M. So I'm going to throw out all the off-track races this horse has run. First time on a fast track. Ah. I want to see what actualized can do. Joel Rosario takes the mount. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I like the four off the layoff. I'll play the four over the one, six, seven. Do reverses. I think five to two is as low as I would go. All right. Fifth race, number four, actualize. The four is the key, and the link-ups are one, six, seven, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the four. Power pages at jerryjspowerpage.com for today's Belmont at Aqueduct. All right, we get back uh, to uh, some more uh, openings tomorrow, like, uh, well, Los Alamitos opening tomorrow, and uh, we'll have, of course, the second day of Belmont at Aqueduct. So we're making the transition as we make our way to the Breeders' Cup where we will be having a Breeders' Cup seminar at the South Point. More on that to come later. In the meantime, a beautiful day in our neighborhood, a beautiful day at Aqueduct. Kind of a beautiful day all over the country, so enjoy it. One more thing to say, Jerry, and I believe you're going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody.